We're sorry, the number you have dialed is not in service at this time. Close the damn door, man. You're letting all the Wi-Fi out. <laughs> all right, man. You ready? I'm ready. Here we go. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Hold On, I'm Almost There, a show about finding discipline through perseverance and personal growth to become a little better at something every day. With your host, Tom the Blade Mungia, and myself, Uncle Frank. So have a seat or do those chores. Maybe even twist a wrench while we dive down the rabbit hole. All right, man, I'm super excited about today. Uh, one of one of the things that I focus on and that I continue to practice and I try my hardest to teach anyone that comes along is facial expressions, understanding these little micro expressions in others as well as in yourself. And for me, the reason I like it so much is because I love learning about body language. I love learning about why and how people do the, the things that they do there. Everyone has a tick. Everyone has a, a tell. Um, and I like to troubleshoot things. I, I worked as a mechanic in the past. I worked so many things where you had to work with your hands and troubleshoot to resolve computers, software. And the hardest thing to troubleshoot and to to figure out are people. Uh, and so one of the one of the things that we're talking about today is facial expressions, you know, <clears throat> I'm sure you use it on a daily basis, Tom, with your clients. And I suffer I, from it. It's not that I use it. I suffer from it, perpetually suffered from it. Oh, man. What? Uh -huh. what how so? How so? Well, you know, I've joked about it before that I've I'm just been cursed with this mad face, right? Mm. People see me, they immediately think I'm angry. I'm, I'm in a bad mood. I got a bad attitude. But and, and until they talk to me and get to know me, it's like, they have this bad, they have this misconception about me that I, I don't have a sense of humor. You know, I'm not funny. I'm not sociable that you know, I wouldn't be somebody that you could have a good conversation with. And and I realize that I, I realize that that's something that I have. We call it the Mungia curse in my family. Oh, just, wow. <laughs> Everybody. So huh? I'll, tell you, uh, I'll tell you a funny story relating to this. Now, when I was a little bitty kid, you know, when you're a kid and five years old, you don't get your way. You know, you mm -hmm. you make your face, you make your ugly face. <laughs> and my mom, one time she warned me, she said, okay, you keep making that face and it's going to get stuck like that. Oh, man, that's the oldest one. And it, and it you know, like caught, caught me by surprise. <laughs> and it suddenly it explains. I said, is that what happened to grandpa? Because my grandfather oh. had the same exact face, right? Every yeah. time you saw him, he was mad or whatever. So, you know, uh, and of course, my mom, she started laughing. That was the funniest thing she'd ever heard. She said, yes, that is what happened to grandpa. Well, obviously, it happened to me, too. My face got stuck like that. Oh I got the monkey first. But, you know, and that's one of the things that I suffer from. Some people, you know, I seem unapproachable. Um, and I try not to be that way, but it's just that's how my face sits on my skull. I don't, I don't know how to fix it. And, uh, and, I, and like when I try not to look the way I do, Mm -hmm. I kind of feel silly, stupid, you know, so I just am the way I am. Uh, 
I try to be more uh, sociable. Like if somebody's coming by or whatever, especially now, you know, I get, you know, you don't want clients not to come talk to you because they're, oh, they're yeah. nervous. You know, and now, you know, uh, just be being at the gym, you know, people see me all the time. So now they know how I am. You know, they know, oh, man, go talk to me, whatever, you know. what. So uh, and usually like when I'm attracting clients on my own, they'll call me first. So when we get on the phone, it's not a problem because they can't see me. They can't see me. Yeah, yeah not that's true. And they hear me and we talk, I'm joking with them, whatever. So but, yeah, you know, it, it's very, you know, uh funny that you're you're bringing this up you know it's not about reading them it's me you know like i said uh, having to deal with my own facial expressions that i make you know it's it's uh it's a hindrance for me it really is so uh, uh one of the other reasons that i wanted to talk about it this week too is so i I help coach people on the side in terms of career building and, you know, just kind of self-improvement as well. And and I have a new client that I'm I'm testing a phased approach. So we he, he's signed up for a three month uh, program that I'm going to begin offering as soon as I have it down, you know, nailed down to where it's it's helping people and not necessarily hurting them. So in the first phase, you you need two mirrors, one mirror that you take to work with you and the other one that you keep at home by the door as soon as you leave the door. And what you're doing is you're paying more attention to the facial expressions that uh, kind of are are provoked in you. So while you're at work, someone says something crazy to you or someone says something that excites you. You don't necessarily you can't necessarily see your face, but they see you. Right. And if you're in a conversation and you're making these, you know, your eyebrows furrow, your, you know, your neck kind of st- goes back right. we don't we don't notice these things because these are the things that we've always done forever in a day and so I'm I'm suggesting to him hey look there there's what's called the big seven and the big seven are all of the um, expressions that our face makes whether we want to or not um, it's happiness sadness fear disgust anger, contempt and surprise those are the those are the muscles that are most active in our face yeah. as we're going I, I give you those every episode every time you we talk. really do oh my god right now look at that you have excitement in Disgust. your face it's oh like when you said it was okay to quit excitement. oh man i can't imagine my face oh. that well and you know what we'll go going uh, back to that um, I didn't mean to quit forever. Um, I meant to say taking a break. I, I don't never want to quit. I, I hope no one quits, but you do need to take a break. You do need to step back and look at your accomplishments and and know that you can still push forward. Right. Um, and I do remember you saying, you know, talking about you're oh, oh and you're angry. fired up. Yeah, I was angry. Oh, I, was I was literally like, holy angry. moly. Yes. Um, but yeah, that came across the wrong way. You're absolutely right. Um <laughs> 
I don't, I don't, I never expect myself to quit. I don't, I don't ever want to quit. It got um, me called Cersei Lannister. <laughs> well, after you said she was your hero, I was like, yes. oh, okay, well, that makes sense. But seriously, whenever you're, you don't realize the faces that you're making until someone tells you, what better way than to have a mirror um, in in these predicaments, whenever you're having those conversations with your coworkers, or just so in every hold this mirror up, I mean, like, no, not necessarily. Thing? You you have the mirror at your desk, and if you're in a conversation, you can kind of look at the mirror as you're talking. You know, look, I got you. Looking kind of like inconspicuous. Yes, exactly. Okay. Um, and and I I I let the client know too. It's like. You can it's better to keep this to yourself, what it is you're trying to do. Right. If you want to let them know what you're doing, that's great. But it might seem kind of odd first. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It might seem kind of like, odd to somebody else doing. Right. right. Um, you want to make sure that you're OK and you understand why these emotions are being provoked. Right. Why are these emotions emotions coming out of me this way? And we're three weeks in now, and he's he's telling me that he never realized the stink face that he gives people when he doesn't agree. So the right. disgust face that he gives, it's it's almost a natural face for almost everything. Right. And he didn't realize that he did it that often. One of the other things that I ask people to do is to uh, get a journal, start yeah. writing down, hey, you know, when this person said this, I tend to make these faces or this. These are my reactions. Makes sense. And so by understanding your facial expressions, you're going to better understand yourself. We're actually paying attention to ourselves now and, and really identifying what's triggering these things. Right. Because there's tons of literature out there on identifying other people's expressions. Yeah. How best yeah. Can we grow internally and and self improve if we don't know what we're doing first? Right. Now, now, okay, let's take me. Okay, let's say you're looking at me and I'm here and I look like I'm angry and I got all this face where you think, man, this guy's in a bad mood, but I'm not. You know, how do you account for that? Or that's just one of those outliers? No, that's when you ask. Okay. Because you have to – when you first meet someone, of course, everything <clears throat> that you know up to that point is for what everyone else. Right. It's for everyone else that you've encountered. But right. every individual <clears throat> is is going to be different. There are right. going to be s- subtle nuances, you know, right. that – what, what is it? RBF, right? The resting right. B phase. Right. Um, you have to ask questions, probe, open-ended questions to understand what what mood this person is in. Because if you assume right off the bat that this person is angry because they have that face on them, well, you're going to miss an opportunity to talk to them. Right. Um, Miss out on the best trainer there is, right? There you go. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. So – Um, this is, I I feel, and, and the feedback that he's giving me, you know, is, uh, how much it's helped him identify more about himself, how much it's helped him realize that he hasn't paid enough attention to himself 
to really work through those emotions. And I told him it's going to be a roller coaster at first because all these new feelings that you have because you're looking at yourself are, are are kind of being revealed to you all over again. So don't be discouraged. You're, you're going to go through it. It's going to be fine. I'll help you through it. And at the end of this all, you'll, you will feel better. You will know how to conduct yourself in difficult situations, great situations, every situation you can think of, because now you are self-identifying. Right. It's not anyone else telling you how to feel. It's you looking at yourself as you're going through these feelings. Got you. No, that, that makes sense. And, you know, you bring up something and it <laughs> it brought us uh, a com. It was one it was like a real quick conversation I had with one of my clients. And she she's always giving me those faces. Right. Every time I tell her to do something hard. Oh, man, you get that <laughs> face. Oh, like my like my daughter when I tell her to clean her room, just the ugliest face like just you know just <laughs> so finally i've told her once i was hey you look at me like that again i'm gonna take away your phone you know and she's like oh man it took, it took her by shock you know because <laughs> she didn't realize that's what she was doing mm-hmm. and I was like, yeah, yeah. I said, yeah all these looks you're giving me that's how my daughter acts i said i'm gonna treat you like that i said so just for that we're gonna do three more reps come on and, you know just, <laughs> you know just teasing her and stuff but yeah i mean you know it's funny you know the different clients react a certain ways sometimes they give me those faces those looks and all that and I don't take it personally, you know, whatever, but it's, it's, it's actually more humorous to me the way they, you know, the, the looks and stuff, especially when it's seven o'clock in the morning, you tell somebody, okay, we're going to knock out a killer set of squats, you know, they're not yeah. really, <laughs> you know, wobbling back to the car, yeah, they're not in the greatest of moods at that time in the morning, but oh no, God. yeah, it's, it's, yeah, you know, everybody's got their own uh, peculiarities, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Their own idiosyncrasies. And, and one of them is. The looks and the facial expressions they give you, and they don't realize it. And I'm sure she realized the look she was giving me. She wouldn't do it because it's not a, an attractive look, right? So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, so, yeah. H- how do you know? You talking about your clients and interacting with strangers, you know, all the time in your work that you do. Um, right. Have you? Or do you kind of put everyone in the same pool when you see their expressions? You know, what is it that you're paying attention to whenever you do have a client that you can tell they're on the edge of, okay, this is going to be the last rep and you're ready to coach them on to the next one? What is it that you're looking for? You know, what kind of small details are you are you seeing that you're like, okay, it's time to turn on, you know, that that track that's going to make you go the extra mile. We know everybody's different. Uh, and uh, the one thing I'm just making sure they're doing it right. That's the one thing I'm doing. I, you know, I'm not watching their face at that point. I'm not watching. I'm watching how they're performing, what they're supposed to be doing. As long as they're doing it right. And you can see, you know, they're getting a little bit slower. You can see how, you know, the muscles contracting. Uh, <clears throat> a lot of times I just watch the weight, the stack. And if hmm. it's constant, like a steady, like a metronome. And once I see it start oh, struggling, okay. then I start watching them, right? And then I start watching, watching their form. And, you know, I want to make sure everything stays on track. And uh, because everybody's different. Some people, you see a lot more exertion in their face. Some people move like it's nothing. But they're like right at the brink. It's hard. Hmm. You know, you can't tell. So I'm watching the, the body part that they're trying to work, that they're trying to get something done. I'm watching to see how that's reacting, right? That's what that and and that's what I keep my focus on. And when they need a little help, they need a little spot. That's when I come in. 
Nice, nice. So that metronome that you're talking about that goes back to our, uh, you know, speed, rhythm, pitch, all of those things. How, what is it about the fatigue, I guess, is that they're feeling essentially, right? Right. How do you, how do you get them to that next level by identifying that fatigue? <clears throat> Because well, that's, that's a sign of, the, of body language too, huh? Right. Well, you know, that's one of the things I tell them. And and, <laughs> and it goes back to that discussion we had about quitting. You know, so, you know this is the, this is what's going to make the difference between you and those other people over there that sit, that have been coming here for 10 years and have made no progress. When they get to that fatigue, when they get to that burn, when they feel like they can't go on anymore, they quit. I said, I'm not going to let you quit. I said, all those easy reps that you built, that you've been doing – when it was no work, it, was, it wasn't hard. It felt good. You felt like, oh, look at me. I'm at the gym. You weren't doing anything. I said, now, when it's getting hard, when you're feeling that pump, when you feel all that blood and that muscle really pumping up and it's burning and you feel like, you, man, I can't do it. Now, now we're actually making progress. The longer we can stay in that zone. What's that one uh, phrase we like to use? You have to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Uncom- That's what yes. you have to do. The longer you can stay in that zone the more progress you're going to make, the faster. You know, I've got some clients that make remarkable progress in a short amount of time because that's just their body adapts to it very quickly. Mm-hmm. Much faster than people that I'm serious have been there for years and look exactly the same. And the reason, when it gets hard, they quit. Mm. You cannot quit. That's why I got so agitated with you the other day when you said quit. That's and I'm when, glad you did. At, I'm at glad point, you brought when that you up. you want to quit, at that point that you want to quit, that's when you were making the progress. That was your opportunity, right? Yeah. It's like we say obstacles. You either see things as an obstacle or you see things as an opportunity. When you're at that point, we think, man, I, I can't go anymore. Well, you make sure you actually can't go. When you can't actually go anymore, you truly cannot. That's not quitting. You reach the you reach the end point at that. You reach the end of the road at that point. You didn't quit. Quitting implies you could have gone more, but you decided not to. There's a difference. Mm. It doesn't sound like there's much of a difference, but there is a big difference when you're trying to make progress. And the longer you can stay at that point where you're like, man, I don't know if I can, you know, and I'm always there. Okay, give me two more, two more, one more, you know, and then I step in and I'll help them just a little bit so they can keep going. And then you feel so good when you did it. Oh, know? yeah. Oh, my goodness. And that's what makes the difference between the winners and the losers. That's it's it's It really is – a right there it's a line in the sand right don't stop keep going and you will get there and, and that's where progress true progress is made like they say what the the hotter the heat the stronger the steel yeah yeah you the gotta get to fire, that hot yeah you gotta get into that heat you, and the longer you can tolerate it the stronger you're gonna be mentally and, so, and physically no you're you're absolutely right because and and you really <clears throat> do you know yes Yes, some people can do it by themselves, right? Um, but in reality, you do need that friend or that coach or that person to be there to cheer you on, some to, do, to yeah. push you over that that new line that you've created. Yes. There are some uh, people that don't. There are some. Right. Oh yeah. You know, I like to yeah. think. I like to think I'm one of those people that don't. But there are people that recognize they do. Obviously, a couple of my clients, they flat out said that. You know, their boyfriends or whatever tell them, "Why are you wasting all this money?" Because they know on them by themselves, they're not going to do it, you know, and, and that's a strength. That's a mental strength it, when you understand really that's my weakness. Mm-hmm. I need help at this thing. So, you know, that it's true. You, you, you know what your own weakness is. 
what do I do to overcome it? And then that's why they come see me. Yeah. Yeah. And so that brings me to the the second phase of the initial training for this person is uh-huh. our vocabulary, our right. words. Right. Uh, a lot of the times in our own words, when we're describing ourselves or even talking internally, we're using a negative connotation. Right. And we we kill our our confidence with right. that. We kill a lot of things. And that right. too, like whenever you're having those inner monologues, being able to look at that mirror as you're going through that, you can say, okay, I need to change how I say this. Yes. Or I need to rephrase what it <clears throat> is I'm doing this particular moment. I'm identifying that as yes. a potential change in my mindset, my vocabulary, and my facial expressions. Because uh, in the long term, my goal with this this new project that I'm working <clears throat> on is to be able to change change people's minds in the long term. Yes. You know, the outward outward appearance, <clears throat> if, if you stick with it and if you continue to go down that road and you continue to push yourself, yes, you will see that. Yeah. But the long term road, those, <clears throat> you know, those years uh, of training and things, your discipline that you've built, right. all of that starts in your mind. Yeah. You know? and, and I want to make a point because I, I'll forget if we don't if I don't hear right now and we talk about the negative talk that we use on ourselves. Yeah. Now, we we were both big proponents of writing out our affirmations. I talk about how I write 50, I write it out 15 times a day. My positive affirmations that I want that I want to put out into the universe so the universe can conspire to help these things come true. You're doing the same thing when you're talking negative about yourself. Mm-hmm. You're putting out these negative, I don't know if you would call it an affirmation, but these negative affirmations about yourself, you're sending those out into the universe and the universe doesn't recognize, the universe will make those true. Right? Absolutely. Yes. So that's why we need to stop that negative talk, right? You quit looking at yourself negative. Quit talking negative. Start talking positively about yourself. Maybe you're not good at something. So okay, we'll get better. That can be one of your positive affirmations. That's I it. will get better at this. I will get better at that. Turn it. Don't put that stuff out there in the universe because it's going to come back. It's the universe it doesn't know any better. So this mm-hmm. guy says this. Okay, well let's make it happen. Yeah. And we don't want that. Not only that, but uh, a phrase that I've said for as long as I can remember is, you know, um, if you tell a lie long enough, eventually it will come true. And that goes, you know, good or bad. You're telling yourself that you're going to get up, you're going to do these things and you write it out. Or if you, you just say it out loud to yourself, yes, I can do one more rep. Yes, I can do one more mile. Yes, I can get to that stop sign. Yeah, and eventually, I totally agree with eventually you. Eventually, it will come and true. I, and I agree with you too. But the only thing is, to me, the word "lie" has a negative connotation. I mean, I get totally what you're saying, but that's why I don't like <clears> to use the term "lie." If you're saying a lie about, you know, that's my only beef with that with that statement. But I get what you're saying, and I agree with you, right? Um, it's it's basically saying what the same thing. What would you say? What would you say? Uh, about what if you didn't use the word lie let's let's That's take when that I say, phrase okay, like and, i say uh one of my affirmations is i want to be the best podcaster i want to i'm not that one yet i'm like number three right now but <laughs> <laughs> i want to be the best podcaster best writer best trainer Th- those technically are not true you would say they're a lie, but i'm not i'm not i'm not 
I'm saying I, I want to have this happen. I want this to happen. I want this to happen. Those, you know, they're not truth right now. They will be. You know, you could you could say they're a lie, but I don't use the term lie. You see what I'm saying? Well, and and that's what I was saying too. Like the the that term lie, yes, it does have some negative connotations. But I I also said it could go either way, right? Right. Um, but it, let's not but let's not leave it. Let, you know, don't give it that option. Well, yeah. Like we said, we don't know what if, the universe is thinking. Right? Exactly. Exactly. Right? So you say you want to be the best uh, life coach or whatever. Okay. That I'm, I will be the best life coach, you know. Yeah. So we don't say, you know, I'm, if I say a lie long enough, I'm, you know, I'm lying that I'm the best life. No, I will be the best life. I will be, you know, that that's how I look. It's just a matter of perspective. But that's yeah, why I absolutely. don't like to use the term lie. Okay, okay, that's fair enough. Fair right, enough. Right. Um, it, it's gotten me through some some tough times, and right. it's, well, and, and you're right. Yeah, it, it, it it comes down to whatever works for you. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And and one of the other ones too is uh, you know, the whole fake it till you make it. Right. Um, that's kind of where the, where that phrase came from for me. Right. I always heard, you know, fake it till you make it. I always said that to myself because you put, you put yourself in that mindset to think a certain way and do things a certain way yeah. so that you, you will become a certain way. Right. Uh, and you're not necessarily faking anything negatively, but at the same time, like you said, you're building up to something. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yes. You know, um, you, you, you there's a certain part you you play the part. Yes. Keep playing the part. You know, yes. uh, when I show up, you know, now, you know, I try to, you know, especially when I do things, you know, LA Fitness, I have to wear a uniform. But on my mm -hmm. own, you know, I don't have a uniform, but I try to dress as, you know, like somebody you would see in a magazine or somebody you'd see on YouTube. I, you know, I try to I don't want to show up in some ragged looking shirt and, and all mismatched i try to have everything down to my shoes looking like somebody that just walked out of a magazine or walked out of a tv show because when you walk in i want to give off that appearance that you're walking into a professional environment uh, you know i'm just you know really starting out you know i haven't been doing it very long but i want to be at that point where i am the absolute best trainer there is on earth right and i have to i, I want to start looking that part I want everything to, to be down to a T. I want to have it down. Now I'm just gaining the, the the experience. I'm getting better. I feel like I'm getting better and better every day. All my clients are very happy with the way things are going. Um, I got another awesome compliment today. You know, every day it's getting better, you know, and because I approach it with that attitude. Like you said, faking it till you make it, you know, although I do have, you know, I've been doing this for 20, some 26 years, you know, there's right, really nothing right. to just. Tell them, give me give my knowledge to somebody else. But the whole point is when I walk in there, I want to give off that appearance. I want to, you know, everything. I want that whole atmosphere. As soon as I walk in, you're going to know, right? You're going to know, boom, I want to give it, you know, by the way I look, by the way I dress, by the way I present myself. And yes, right. you know, I go out and I got, I've got a whole stack of new shoes that, <laughs> to match all my different clothes. There you go. Yeah. Because right. you're, you're conveying the yes. inspiration to yes. work hard. Yes. Uh, yes. You've been doing this for 20 yes. years and yeah. it shows, you yeah. know, as opposed to some dude that shows up in a polo and says, right. I can make you look like that guy over there instead of right. I'm going to make you look like me. Right. That You're your best billboard. Yes. yes. You're your best Absolutely. billboard. Now, that's not to say that, you know, that guy that looks like he just rolled out of bed and he's not in shape doesn't mean he's not the greatest coach. Do you think Bill Belichick can actually go out there and play some football right now? 
No. Yeah. He's playing but, a strategy game, right? Right. It's, but, yeah. you know, when it comes down to it and somebody's got to walk in there and pick which trainer they want, you know, they're thinking about how do I want to look, you know? So when they see, boom, hey, I want to look like that guy. Yep. That's what and we're even harder now just for that, you know, because yeah, like you said, really have you're to. your own best billboard. That's what I believe. That's not a shot to the trainers that are not in shape or whatever. That doesn't mean they're not good trainers. But we, let's face it. When somebody walks in there and is looking for somebody, it, it, it's easy to say, look, I do it. I did it for me. I can do it for you. Yeah. And that goes back to even martial arts. Um, yes. I've seen martial arts instructors that are incredibly fit and they're very right. nimble and they can do you know they can do these amazing things but then you go to the older more experienced martial artists where their mindset after they've conquered everything on the physical level is to now look at the internal right. you know the internal game of the martial arts aspect right um self-healing that you know people call it chi yes Um, there's there's a lot to it and some of those guys you know they're they're chubby that they can still put it on you you know they can i know very very slow and simple movements will really throw you back or do whatever it is they need to do on you yes no that's very true yeah yeah. Yeah. So you're you're right. You you can't necessarily judge a book by a cover no. by its cover. However, the the cover that you're gonna pick up off the rack has right. to look good. That one that stands out. Right. Yes. Yes. You're right. <laughs> you're totally right on that one. Yeah. But all of that goes back to the words that you use yes. on yourself and mm-hmm. also the words that you're projecting out. Whenever you're in an argument with someone, you know, they always say, don't say what you can't take back. Right. And you you can say super <clears throat> hurtful things because you've you maybe you've been saying them to yourself. And so they're there at the snap of a finger where you, you get to your they're loaded and you can say them to someone because you know how painful it is because you've been telling yourself that for so long. Right. You know, when was the last argument you were in? You know, what what words did you use to engage? What day did we record last week? Oh, <laughs> that was no argument. That was certainly nah, no joking. argument. But yeah, it, you know, how do you how do you diffuse arguments before they get to the point where you start saying things that you're going to regret? Right. Well, me personally, um, <laughs> now I'm kind of it. I don't want to sound like a hypocrite because I'm kind of famous for being very I can be a very argumentative, you know, I can do that. Uh, but I really do try to open my mind to how are they looking at it? Where are they coming from? And if they're coming from a real place and I can see um, their point of view, I'm less likely to argue against them. As in so much as that I'm arguing for myself to make my point, we can both. We can both have differing opinions. I don't I don't mind that, you know, but uh, it's hard for me because sometimes I hate look, I do get very emotional. I get wound up pretty quick and I talk. I naturally talk very loud. You know, uh, <laughs> I can be the most happiest person, but I'm talking loud and it sounds like I'm mad. I even got a <laughs> a, one of the other trainers uh, this morning, as a matter of fact, she goes, I got a weird request for you. I was like, yeah, sure. What's up? 
she goes can you count a little less loud <laughs> oh wow <laughs> because, yeah because i'm throwing her off i'm counting for my client you know i'm all about mm. my client mm. i'm not worried about you over there with your client but I'm used to being at the big gym where they got the music blasting, all these people talking and come. The other place where I'm at, you know, it's a little bit smaller. And uh, <laughs> even uh, the other day I had, the, 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 at the time of morning, there's older people getting trained. <laughs> and finally, and they're knowing me now. They're all getting to know me and they know I'm you know, not going to get mad or whatever. But this old lady finally turned, Tom, would you just shut up? <laughs> because I kept counting, you know, so loud and it was throwing them off. So, um yeah, you know, somebody like me that gets loud, that can be argumentative and confrontational um, and coming across those ways a lot more so than I actually am intending to be. Because like I said, with my mad face, I get loud, you know, um, I'm willing to to stick up for my opinion. It, all of that compounds to make it seem like a very uh, hard to get along with dude. Sure. But I'm not, sure. you know, I'm, I'm, you know, sometimes. I'll argue with you just because I want to hear your opinion, you know? Uh, yeah, I, I argue for sport. I love right. just the, the, the debate of it. Fun. Yes, the yeah. debate. You're absolutely right. It's a debate. It's not an argument. Just yeah. for this, just to test myself. How yeah. far can I? Because my, my objective is not to change your mind. My objective is simply to give you this nugget of information. All right. And, and, and oh, one of the things that is very important to me, and and one thing I always stick to is, you know, and the only people that I really, I'm not going to get like that with some stranger I don't know. So the only people that I really get with that, like that with, are like my good friends, you know, good. I got a couple good friends that are like family, they're like brothers, you know, we can argue and we can go at it, you know, toe to toe, face to face, and he can, they can always, they can curse me out, call me whatever names they want to. I I don't curse, you know, I I. Truly, I don't. That to me, that's the greatest form of discipline. You know, not cursing. It's hard. It, it took is me a very long time. hard. But once it's over, it's over. You know, I don't hold a grudge. I don't. You know, I'm not going to be mad at you. And, and te- you know, once we got it out, okay, cool, whatever. Now, sometimes it's hard for my friends or whatever to to be that way. But, you know, the reason I've got my buddies still after all these years is because you know they they tend to be that way too. You know, you know, we can argue whatever, and then okay, we got it. It's over with. You know. Um, because I care about them that much, you know, yeah. no argument that we're going to argue about. <laughs> There's no subject, you know, that's worth my friendship to them. Yeah. Okay. We disagree. So what? Whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't care. But yeah, that, that's how I approach it. That's, that's, that's awesome. Uh, and you're right. You know what? I, I'm going back and thinking about all the conversations that we've had um, on and off the the show. And I cannot remember any time you saying a curse word, not even, you know, uh, saying something as simple as like shit, you know, right. I, and I it's don't difficult. think I've ever heard you say anything. And all it is is because, you know, if I'm going to sit here and preach discipline, I've got to have my own discipline. And the hardest form of discipline is not is, is, your is what words comes out of your mouth. Yes, your, your, tongue. your vocabulary. Your tongue. And, I, and, and I always think about this <laughs> because to this day, you know, I like I don't want to say something that my mom might slap me for. Right. Oh. I will not curse <laughs> in front of my mother, you know, and I never have and I never will. Um, so <laughs> my mom might be listening. So I can't say something. Yeah. Curse boy, words you come and catch a chunk upside the head. Banging on the door right now. Up. I said oh, something, my you goodness. Know, it, it's that, to me, that's an embarrassment. 
You know, if somebody hears me talking, he's F this, F that, and, and using all these ugly words. Well, that's a reflection on my family. Like, I, you know, that's a big deal. Like I said, I want my name to mean something. But what is it going to mean if I'm walking around talking and, you know, using all this filthy language? That's a bad reflection on my family. That's the opposite of what I'm intending. So I always try to, you know, speak, you know, intelligently uh, and not use any curse words because, like I said, I've got I've got an image to uphold that I want to to represent for my family. And, you know, my kids, you know, they're young dudes. You know, they're going to curse sometimes. My only deal is I don't want them cursing in front of me or my my wife or especially my mother. You know, to me, that's disrespectful to us. I know when they're hanging out with their buddies or whatever, they're going to say whatever. You know, sometimes I hear them. I don't get mad. But. That's like my one rule. Don't be doing that in front of me and your mom or especially my mother because, you know, yeah, I don't want to. Really You're going to get one and he's going to get one. <laughs> I don't oh, want to pay for your goodness. sins. So, but yeah, that, that yeah. Like I said, anybody out there that you want to truly test your discipline, try to stop cursing. <laughs> and then we'll really, it, it's hard. Wow. So I'm I'm gonna challenge you if you'll if you'll do this. Okay. Get those mirrors and keep track of of your facial expressions. I, I've got as mirrors you, all the time. As you, I, <laughs> well, okay. Use those huge mirrors that you have everywhere, yeah. right? Uh-huh. Um, to really track your facial expressions right. and see if you notice a difference in in how you conduct yourself with others. What is it, you know, and not to change anything about you, but just so that you're aware, right? You know that you have that kind of upset, the upset face. You're aware of that. You know, where can you take that? You don't need to change it necessarily, but where can you take that? How can you make that work for you? I notice about myself that I, I read a book about four or five years ago. It was called uh, How We Learn. And it was a it was a child development book that I had just happened to pick up because I wanted to, you know, try to make sure I was doing a good job at being a father. So I read through the book and after the fact, I noticed that I. I listen. Uh, I listen differently when I listen with one ear as opposed to the other. If I'm judging you, yeah. If I'm judging what you're saying before I even get a chance to process, I'm listening with my right ear. But if I'm really thinking deeply about and I'm processing and I'm being incredibly empathetic with everything you're saying, I'm listening with my left ear. Because it allows me to to visualize and see and try to understand where you're coming from. How but if you figure that out, that sounds crazy. Just over time, like uh, in the book, it talked about uh, being your child's consultant. And, you know, we're left brain, right brain, right All brain. Right. So I figured, OK, well, let me see what happens if I okay. listen to you. Okay. <laughs> They can't see me, but I got my ear pointed at The other thing is that I I listen to people with my head tilted ever so slightly, you know, and uh, I've been told that that's off putting and it just it's a reaction. So I I constantly have to see, you know, okay, which side is my neck leaning towards? I will say I have noticed that when you do that. And it is like I thought maybe I said something stupid or, you know. 
Like while and I'm that's talking. exactly what people yeah. say. They're like, oh, you, you're giving me this look of condescension. Like you, yeah. you're this way towards me. And I'm like, oh my God, no, I'm, I'm just listening. You know, I, I right. want to make sure that I'm understanding what you're saying and uh, really processing everything. So, you know, th- those are the things that I picked up about myself and I'm, I'm working to make sure that when I want to communicate something to someone, I am also aware of my body language as yeah. I'm communicating with I'm gonna them. I'm going to bring you one of those neck braces we got at work so you don't do that to me anymore. <laughs> I almost quit one day. You got me so angry by your head tilt. <laughs> Just have it straight up all the time. Can't move either way. Uh, but no, yeah, that uh, I was having a conversation with uh, with a director from one of the hospitals that I worked at. We had a great conversation about philosophy and, you know, just why kind of why we're doing the things we do at work. You know, ultimately, we know that we're going to work to provide for our families. Right. You know, we, we have we need a job. This is the job that we have chosen and we're there to do what we need to do in order to bring home bring home the money. Right. Um, but. At the end of it all, it was, why are you really doing what you're doing, right? right. Your everyday things. And during not including your job. Not include, well, yeah, I mean, with, with your job, why you wake up, what is it right. that, what is it that's driving you? Yeah. And after, after having that conversation with him, I realized that the thing that is driving me is that I want to be remembered. I want to be someone that others can say, you know, what did that person go through to get to where they are in terms of, you know, self-development, career-wise, um, just how how is it or why is it that this person carries themselves that away? I, I, I want to leave a lasting impression on the people that I communicate with. And yeah. so by working on these other things, I hope that that is that is what people are getting when they talk to me yeah yeah it's funny you mentioned that because i just uh the other day one of my clients wanted to come and see the gym and uh check it out see if they liked it if it was something they liked and uh we there we met they really loved it it's a great place and as we're leaving uh she asked me because she already knew me uh she goes man tom you're working i think it was a sunday or something Man, you're working on a sunday too and and i sat there and it kind of took me aback and i said you know i said you know, I just got through working out with you. I said, I didn't, it doesn't seem like work to me, mm-hmm. you know, and that's one of the greatest things about what I'm doing now is, you know, and they always tell you, well, you find something you love to do and it, you, you never work a day in your life. And I just, I'm going to the gym, something I've been doing for 20 something, 26 years, you know, <laughs> to me, it's just another day, you know, I'm at the gym. You know what's the difference? And I'm, now I'm working out with somebody who's who's intrigued by what I have to say, wants to listen, wants to learn. You know, there's nothing. You know, people always joke. There's nothing I love more than an audience, right? Somebody that wants to hear what I have to say, right? So, and I have that, and I'm getting paid to do it. To me, that's not work, you know. Uh, and it just kind of struck me as odd that she said, you know, you're even working today, and I was like, you know, it it doesn't feel like I'm working. It really doesn't, you know, and. Uh, and that's one of the greatest things that uh, I try to come across to my kids, anybody I know, you know, find that thing that you love doing. Uh, and I want people to feel to get that feeling that I'm finally finding in my life. Mm-hmm. And it's a great thing. It's, it really is. 
it's a long journey, but you, like you mm-hmm. said, it, it takes focus. It takes the ability to recognize what it yeah. is you want to do, because uh-huh. if we're not thinking about it, we're not talking about it and we're not doing anything about it. Right. It's not until you begin to look inside and understand who you are. And then once you do that, you can understand or, or figure out where to go. Right. No, yeah, it's absolutely right. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, man. Thank you so much for having the conversation with me today. You know, I, I know normally we're talking about uh, just different things and, you know, we're, we're shaking it up. <clears throat> this this month, the theme has been all about change. Right. You know, we have a lot of changes going on with the show. Uh, Monday motivation. Oh, my goodness. Got yeah, a lot of music. positive feedback about wow. it. That theme song, the look. Uh, uh, I'm really yes. excited about where that's going. Uh, to those people that don't know, you know, I do, <laughs> I do uh, personal training on my own. It's Stay Sharp Personal Training, and I kind of want to put that and the Motivational Monday all like in one un- umbrella. So it's all like one. It's just all encompassing one one whole thing. And finally, when you hear that song, that's the song that like I hear in my head, like the attitude, the drive, the 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 whole atmosphere of it. That kind of like really. You can almost hear like weights clanging or or like a, a an ironsmith really? banging yeah. on a piece, of steel in the, really? a piece of steel in the background. It's just got that type of feel. So we're finally getting there. Like I said, you know, uh, and we talk about like work, you know, and I, and I always talk about how I have to write them like at two in the morning, three in the morning. But it's not work. You know, it's not hard. I, I you know, I'm always intrigued by what am I going to come up with for this? one? I don't, sitting here right now, I don't know what I'm going to come up with for money. I'm going to come up with something. Something's going to strike me, you know, probably during the middle of probably tomorrow when I'm at the fire station, something's going to happen where a thought pops in my head. And, you know, people think that, oh, man, it must be so hard to be. But no, you know, when you get in that groove and you start typing and these ideas start flooding and, and you start seeing it and I start seeing all these visions in my head. And now I got that song playing. And as I was wrote last week's, I had that song on a loop playing. So I'm like, I'm kind of going to that rhythm. I'm just, man, what? And it just starts coming out. And, you know, like I said, people think that it's something difficult to do at two in the morning or whatever. And I'm not going to lie. Yes, okay. My eyes are burning a little, but you're inspired and you got that feeling. It, it's really not work, you know, and, and that's, uh, I want people to have that same feeling that I have. They can have it. It's not unique to me. I didn't just find some genie that rubbed my hands, you know, rubbed my hands together and made a wish. No, I mean, I, I'm here. It. I didn't come out of a bottle or anything. Now, I will say that. Yeah. (laughs) Who knows how you came into my life originally, you know, but, you know, it's just one of those things, you know, and and that whole deal with motivational money and and the help that you're giving me with it. I can't say thank you enough. Uh, Everything is just moving so wonderfully. I'm so happy. I've never been in a a better spot in my life personally. And a lot of it has to do with the show, with the motivational money. And uh, and I want other and I'm doing everything that I can do to help other people to get to that same feeling. That's what I want to do. Yeah. So maybe this motivational Monday will be about you looking in the mirror. Maybe so. Mm, inspiration right there. Yeah. Ooh. And I was going to say too, you know, as mirror, I was mirror on the wall, who's the best. <laughs> right. Right. As I was listening to the music, when you had sent it over, nice. I imagined a, a montage, you know, of yes. a like a, almost like a dystopian, uh, you know, timescape to where 
you know, people are working hard to make yes. sure that everything is prepared. Yeah. Uh, you know, whether it's food, whether it's water, whether it's, you know, getting a fence built, but everyone working together. That's, you know, yeah. kind of what I saw in my mind. You talk about those yeah. visions that you see, yeah. um, you know, just just the, the flow of it. Fantastic music. Yeah, you know, uh, one of the things, one of my goals is to make like a commercial to put like on Facebook and stuff, upload it to YouTube to our YouTube channel, and of course it needs music, so that's that's going to be the theme, you know, and it's going to have in a lot of the images are going to be like in that black and white look, you know, like a kind of like a gritty kind of look, you know, and uh, I just think I can't wait to see how things come together. I mean, I'm just so excited with things. There's something that I worked on today that I'm setting up that I, I don't want to announce it today, although it's going to happen. It's absolutely going to happen. Uh, but if we started talking about, we you know, I could talk for 30, 45 minutes, you know, Part I don't want to do that. Part of changes. <laughs> but uh, yes, it's something I'm excited about. We're going to do good things with it. I want to do positive things with it. And uh, like I said, everything's just moving so great. And we're doing a great job here on this show, you know, with the Game of Thrones. You know, I mean. Oh, I sit man. back and I that think was, about my life, oh. you know, I sit back and think about how my life is going uh, with the training, with, you know, working with these people. I got to sit down with you and Friggins last week and, and man, <laughs> sit that down was and so talk about fun. Game of Thrones. Oh, right? my goodness. And people actually enjoyed it. I got a lot of great feedback. They really enjoyed the show. Uh, people were really upset with me about uh, picking Joffrey and Cersei. Uh, <laughs> oh man! I but, know we yeah, talked man. about Joffrey. Right. He, he wasn't one of your. Yes, he was one of my favorite characters. Oh my goodness! I think because he was such a villain, you know. He was. He's There's like, no to oh. me the the best characters are always the best. The best movies, the best TV shows always have the best villains. Mm, they always. Yeah, do. I'll give you that. They really. Uh, so you know, uh, like I said, everything's going so awesome. I'm I'm so grateful, and that's all I can. That's the only word I can use. I'm grateful, and I want other people, and I will do whatever I can to help other people get that same feeling because uh, it's an awesome feeling. Yeah, and it all starts at the top. You know, the, the changes uh, they happen internally. Your right. your mindset, your vocabulary, and what does everything you, start how with? You look at yourself. What does everything start with? A decision. Yes. And I did. I absolutely did. I had to sit down one day and say, you make a decision. You know what? I'm going to do this. I put it off too long. Maybe a little bit was being scared to actually try, you know, but, you know, talking big all the time, coming on here and saying I wanted to do this. Well, okay, well when are you going to get up and do it is what I told myself. And I said, you know what? I got I got to go. And I did it. And look, you know, you work hard enough. It's like they, that old saying, the harder I work, the luckier I get it's happening yeah. for me it's happening yeah. for me it can happen for you absolutely so anybody else that's out there listening if you're interested in this this new um venture that i'm trying out uh, hit me up you know you can you can participate in what i have this person going through and really the and, and I call it the grocery list because there are a couple of items that you will need to get so one of them is a journal or just a notebook that has at least 200 pages in it. Uh, you're not going to be using them all, but it, just to make sure you have plenty of paper to write down things. Um, a decent pen, two mirrors, and uh, there was one other thing. This uh, is, yes. Now, you brought up the mirrors, and, and this is not to be a, a silly question. I truly – can you use your phone? 
You can, but the idea is to um, make sure that is something super simple because right. your phone can cause distractions. As you're looking at as a, at a reaction or as you're looking at a particular um, thing that your face is doing, you get a text message. Well, it's disrupted the okay. It's disrupted sense. what your what, what the intention is, right? That makes sense. Um, so and and there everything is low tech, right? I got the you. notebook, the writing, ah, because now it's coming out of you. You're not putting it into something electronic, I right? I got you. So yeah, you know, reach out to us on the, the Twitter, uh, Instagram, on our show's uh, email that we have out there. That's you know, right. reach out. Let me know. I can give you some more information on it. And like I said, it's a three-month process. We start with your facial expressions. Phase two is working on your shoulders, okay. understanding your shoulders and your torso. When you right. communicate with people. It, if you pay attention to these little things, you'll notice when someone's ready to either change the subject or stop talking to you altogether, or if right. they're truly excited and they want to know more just by looking at someone's shoulders and, and belly button, you know, mm. in, in that general area. And then, you know, the last one is your feet. Okay. Um, understanding and paying attention to your feet when you have conversations. Um, they say that one is huge. Uh, okay. and, and, and a lot of it is uh, women as well. I didn't realize uh, how much body language is coming from women's feet. Uh, really? it's, it's, you know, when their feet are pointed away, it's, they, they're uncomfortable and they're ready to get away. That's why okay. their feet are pointing away from from whoever it is that's maybe right. speaking. So <clears throat> it's it, there's a lot to it, a, a lot of stuff that I've read. I've been reading about this for ten plus years. I really love how these little minuscule details that we've forgotten about have so much to do with how we think about ourselves and how we can push ourselves to do right. a little bit more every day. Okay. Yeah, sounds good. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you everybody for hanging out. All of this stuff is yeah. going to be in the show notes. There we go. Yeah. And we'll talk to you next week. That's right. Everybody stay sharp. Awesome. Good night. <laughs>